Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning! Is there a better song to spout out after an awesome performance over the weekend? Ryder Cup, Europe's on fire, USA is terrified, Europe's on fire, USA is terrified, Europe's on fire. La 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 la. Ah, good morning to you, Tony Kemp. Up there and kitty, kitty. How are you, brother? Oh, yeah, mate. Morning, a morning. A bit, bit croaky this morning. The old. Uh, oh, you're tough, fits. eh? You're tough. Really, coughs of the uh, coffee fits have really come on in the last 24 hours. So, um, but other than that, mate, I saw that. I saw that uh, social come out. Um, Rory McIlroy, I suppose, <laughs> leading the charge there on the bus. You reckon everyone hates him? Back to, <laughs> well. <laughs> And they, it's it sort of rubs salt into the wound when you're in an argument and you can't reply, mm. you know. And you and you put that song on. You're cruising back in your bus, and then you get your whole team to talk about it and sing about it. Um, I think the USA team will be a little bit annoyed that that's gone on, but uh, good banter, mate. Good banter from the European boys. They didn't they didn't just win that. They wiped the floor with the the USA. I see a, I see a few socials coming out say that they got their um, their pairings wrong. And that they should have changed them a lot earlier, mm. um, but they'll re- they'll revisit that. The Ryder Cup—that's what—that's all about, isn't it? It's about uh, who's got the, I guess the, the bragging rights mm. until the next one. And Europe certainly has that. And I thought that song, mate, what a start, Kiz. Captain <laughs> K on fire this morning. They got a <laughs> they got a hell of a lot wrong actually in terms of USA. Zach Johnson stepped up and spoke to Jordan Spieth about pulling out the three wood instead of the driver. That goes. Banking into the water and uh, it just capitulated from there, Kempi. Are, are USA the Australians of cricket? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just <laughs> loves just getting that little maybe, dagger maybe into them. Eh? <laughs> Everyone just loves just turning that dagger for USA golf at the moment. <laughs> I know. Just, um, oh, oh, look, I guess there's a lot to talk about. Mm. Uh, when you're looking at, at teams that are winning, just still getting over this Penrith win against the Broncos in the final 22 minutes when they're down 24-8. Um, comparisons to the the way the Ryder Cup celebrated, um, the team celebrated, like the celebrations have gone on and into day two and uh, people are talking about, is this the greatest modern era team mm. um, in the last 50 years? I, look, I think I think when you're, when you're comparing teams against each other, um, one thing the Australians have got, they've got the best rugby league teams at the moment, but mm. not much else. 
Not yep. much else. They may be struggling in cricket. They may be struggling in rugby. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the rugby league is really holding them uh, head and heels above anyone else at the moment. Um, but that Ryder Cup is he like you know if you had a chance to play in that Ryder Cup, do you think you know that would probably be as a golfer one of the most what would you say the one of your targets? Oh yeah. Um, other than any other other major or anything like that, to be a part of that. Uh, that atmosphere and that that winning European team. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's every every four years, you know, like you get an opportunity to play in the Ryder Cup. It's like a World Cup for rugby players. Yeah, that is probably the ultimate with uh, the um, the trophy that's on offer. It looks like the org, the, the you know the the old mug that they play for the Open. It's um, and just hearing Rory McIlroy because they made the decision a while ago that a couple of LIV players won't be a part of this. And then he had to twist the knife a little bit more in the little press conference talking about players that will be knowing that this week it's probably going to hurt a little bit more, knowing that the hype, the the pressure, the wonderful scenes that we've seen um, over there in Rome at that uh, golf course, it's um, it would be the ultimate prize for sure. Obviously winning majors is huge because that's an individual sport, but very often... Very, very often do you play a team sport in golf and, you know, most of them are all good mates and they get to go play alternating shots. You know, you got singles, you got whatever um, the match format is, um, you get an opportunity to go out there. So, mate, it'll be the ultimate prize for sure. We've got a big show coming up here, Kempi, and uh, we're going to be talking largely for a wee bit about the Ramfurly Shield. So we've got Scotty Stevenson coming on after seven, who's someone that knows a hell of a lot about the history of the great log of wood, and he'll be uh, talking about it and with passion, with heartache, and uh, just going over the, the situation that has unfolded in Hawke's Bay. So we'll chat to him, and then we've got Jay Campbell. Jay Campbell is the CEO of Hawke's Bay Rugby. He's going to front today. We're going to have that conversation with him. It's been a huge 24 hours for Hawke's Bay Rugby and Jay Campbell. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see um, how he can explain things later on this morning. And we've got Brendan McCullum just to ease the, the morning for on a nice note. Just Brendan McCullum's going to come in and talk uh, golf, probably more golf with a little bit of horse racing, go back to golf, and then we'll go back to another horse race. And uh, we'll try and touch on the Cricket World Cup as well because that is about to take place in a couple of days' time. So a big show, double eight, double three, the Temper Bedpost text machine, 0800 150 are our phone lines. If you want to have your say throughout the morning, we would love to hear from you. Your passion, your love, Ranfilly Shield, what does this mean to you? Obviously, there'll be a lot of heartache out there, and I've got a little something that I want to read out at around 7 20, so stay tuned for that. But it's time for this, kids. Round one, fight. Triple three, boys. Now, look, I know I've put one, two, three in the document that we got there, the little rundown, peel back the curtain, but I am going to switch it up because I think we actually do need a little bit of time to talk about uh, the needle in the haystack this morning, as you alluded to there, is a big day uh, for us here regarding Hawks Bay, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. But, boys, I thought we'd start on a little bit of a lighter term to get us underway for Triple Threat. The Black Caps, uh, they have won by seven runs uh, due to DLS. Uh, rain delay affected the cricket. Uh, New Zealand versus South Africa in a warm-up match. We're playing in India uh, New Zealand finished with 321 for six. Boys, uh, Devin Conway started with the bat. He retired 
uh, hurt. I don't think he was actually injured, though. No, Robbie's given me the no. So all good for Devin Conway. He scored 78 runs off 73 balls. Kane Williamson retired after 50 balls, managing 37 runs. So, boys, we haven't really mentioned it, but Cricket World Cup is this week. Jeepers, it's, it's shock off out of nowhere. So to kick us off under triple threat, how are we feeling? As uh, I know all of us here are, are, are Black Cap fans, the week off the Cricket World Cup, how do you think the Black Caps are going to go? Well, I've still got that 2019 in my dome and that heartache at Lords against the team we're about to play. Uh, look, I'm feeling, yeah, look, I'm feeling rather confident. I don't know how, but... When you've seen um, Kane Williamson have an opportunity, he's getting 15 and he's going off retired hurt. He's still got the class that that's needed if we're going to take this out. And when Devin Conway's scoring runs, which he probably hadn't in the, in the wee, last wee while over here, particularly for the international side, I got a lot of confidence. Yeah, mate. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really feeling rather. It's going to take a hell of a lot over at India, and and we know the conditions over there. They just they're just different. And they're different to what Kiwis and what we face down under in our own provincial game. So there is going to be a hell of a lot of luck. Our spinners have to be right on in the spinning conditions over in India. Conditions, obviously heat. It's been raining a lot over there. There's been a lot of cancelled games in there, um, Kiz, like a lot of rain delays and... And things like that. Yeah, game's not even getting a ball underway. So, yeah, weather is going to play quite a big part. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you're feeling good. So, Kempi, how do you feel? Yeah, England Thursday. Uh, look, I think um, we've, we've picked it with Kane Williamson. If he gets through it, um, I think we're a chance. You know, the, the shorter form of cricket suits us. Uh, but Izzy's right on the on the pitch, getting, the, getting that spin right. Um, getting that uh, those runs up and and that chase right, I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty good to uh, to watch mm. um, as far as a, a contest goes. I, I I quite like the shorter form of cricket. I think it's m- way more exciting than Test cricket and having to wait around for five days. That's why Robbie's got such a big beard because uh, he goes to sleep and doesn't <laughs> shave for five days. <laughs> Jeepers, there we go. So Robbie's Robbie's beard, the fate of Robbie's beard is all reliant well, think, on the black hats. Just, just kids. Just, I think when you when you look at it, we've been really focused on Kane Williamson. We know how important yeah. he is to this team. He's our captain. He's one of the greatest batsmen of all time, and we, and he's going to be a huge part if we're going to be successful at this tournament. But I think a lot of the focus needs to look at uh, our bowling structures and, and partnerships. You know, like we've got. Some some quality seam bowlers, um, but then this, the light's going to be on with Bracewell out. Each Sodi's coming in. You got Mitch Santner. You know, like how many of those options do we take into this team, knowing the conditions? Do we stack the batting, limit ourselves with the ball, or, or you know having that balance there? I think that's that's the key when you when you're looking at the side because we bat deep. You know, Mitchell Santner, he's 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 quality batman. You got you got Daryl Mitchell who's. Down the bottom as well. So we, nine today. Yeah. yeah. So like we, we we do go deep, but then on the flip side, we need to have quality bowlers that are able to to add a difference out there. So that first matchup taking on Baz's England. Nah. How do you fit them all? How do how do you fit them all in it? Is he with Bolt, Southey, Ferguson, Henry? Like, how do you fit them all in the team? Like, what do you, what what sort of structure would you go with? Oh, you can't you can't fit them all in. So it's whether you want a lot of pace, you want a Lockie Ferguson to go out there and you know, and that he can bowl one fifty clicks over there. Is he going to get the same bounce? Is he going to have any success on the pitch? I think um, 
that's the question. I th- you definitely take Bolt, and if Salvi is able, you definitely take Salvi. Matt Henry, prob- to an extent. Oh, mate, it's anyone's guess. Who would want to be Gary Stead? When you've got quality like that, it can actually look as easy. It looks easy, but then when you've got to make that decision out there, it's going to be a difficult one. Some good players are going to miss out, but hey, you've got to, you got to have a plan, and I'm sure they would have planned for the situation, Kez. Yeah, there you go. Look at the All Blacks. Round two. Right, round two, boys. We've allowed one day to pass since the grand final, and uh, all ears and eyes have been on this one, man. Down by plenty against my Broncos last night to come back like that. Um, did you think you were going to be able to do it? Yeah, Queensland is kind of like they, they fail at the end a lot of the time, so <laughs> yeah, we, we knew that they'd sort of falter. <laughs> That's a sledge and a half. That's a G up and you know it. You I know, know it. No. Of course. Was it a G up, Ivan? Was it a G up? No, everyone's been talking about Ivan Cleary and the greatness of the man taking this Penrith side back to back to back. Bit of a tongue twister even saying that. Let's hope they don't go for the four-peat. But Kempe, in terms of Ivan Cleary, what more does he have to do to be considered the greatest of all time? Well, and he's, he's in that, uh, I guess he's in that sphere at the moment, isn't it? That realm of greatness when you when you look go back and you've got to look at the coaches that have taken the teams on the run. Um, the great Jack Gibson with Parramatta back in the 1980s, um, 81, 82, 83, uh, I think, you know, the Parramatta side, I think they made five grand finals through the 80s. Um, then you go through Canterbury uh, and Canberra. Of course, where, where Canberra was, was where Wayne Bennett first started. Um, and that great Canberra side with Tim Sheens, with Mel Meninga, Laurie Daly, Ricky Stewart. Um, that was through the late 80s, early 90s. Um, the Canterbury-Bankstown side, um, that's another one with Chris Anderson. So you, these are the coaches that you're talking about. Um, and of course Chris Anderson started that Melbourne run with Mark Murray uh, down there in Melbourne of course with Craig Bellamy through the 2000s um, so now you're talking about Ivan in the in the 2020s you know 2021 22 23 as joining in the last 50 years those type of names to be honest Kez um, is he I think you have to put him in there mm. I think he wins one more um, and he he becomes the the greatest modern day coach that rugby league uh, has seen in the in the last twenty years definitely. But joins the likes of Jack Jack Gibson, um, joins the like of Wayne Bennett um, in his later years in life, Ivan. And and mate, as a I, I don't see Ivan celebrating that much, but to see him candidly um, just just laugh about the the third win and you know put us his three peak fingers up when he when he won that uh, grand final. Um, yeah, I think he go, I think he goes down as one of the greatest coaches of all time. Is he if he gets an Origin campaign under his belt? And and I know we've been we talked about it a few days ago. Freddie Fittler is is done with the Blues. If Ivan and and it might not be this time around, but if Ivan does decide to take on the job and and turns the Blues history around, where does he sit for you? Oh, he'd have to sit aloft at the top of this list, wouldn't he? Like, when you think of top coaches, particularly in in my kind of understanding, you look at Wayne Bennett and you look at Craig Bellamy, you know, mm. two two of the greats. Um, there's probably more coaches, Kempe, that you'll be able to allude to that have had so much success. But with the way that Ivan's gone, when you win three on the trot and do it in such a... Uh, just a, sh- a a way that we haven't seen for a very very long time in the modern era, where the game has come so far, 
you have to take that into in, into into your thoughts and into perspective. So, mate, if he's well, he's got to be in those conversations. You know, I think he's for me. You know, he's probably sitting above Craig Bellamy at the moment. You know, and he's probably just under Wayne. But I don't know. It's hard. It's like the greatest of all time. How do you pick the greatest of all time? Well, if Ivan just continues what he does and finds that success with the Penrith Panthers, then he will get there one day. Bang. Round three. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, with this triple threat, obviously, uh, our show finishes at 9am. Uh, and yesterday we we wanted to get Jay on to talk about the Shield win. Hawks Bay getting up, uh, taking down Wellington. It was it was a, a magical moment, like any Ranfilly Shield win was. They broke the Shields. Once we got off here, there were some photos that came out uh, Izzy with a certain substance uh, allegedly on the Ranfilly Shield and this morning now it's come out uh, there's a, a drink driving incident with a crash as well uh, Izzy for you as first of all as a former you know uh, someone who's played at the top of the game and someone who knows how much the Ranfilly Shield means to the game I mean what was your sort of reaction I mean watching that throughout the day unfold yeah it was yeah, it's a little bit of heartache, really. It's, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like my, my, my shit don't stink. You know, we've all got our our ways of going about things. Um, but you can understand the hurt out there in the public, knowing that this treasured taonga, this this history that's been with New Zealand rugby for over 100 years, has been broken, has been split. Um, so I'm going to have a say later on in the show, but yesterday was a tough day for Hawke's Bay and... You know, I played 50 games for them, and it's a team that <clears throat> helped me achieve what I've been able to achieve. So I'll always have pride in that black and white hoops. But man, I, like it's 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 just gone absolutely nuts. Like I don't know, I don't see a way back from from this. You know, like what what is this going to plan for the future? Is there even teams going to be allowed to, you know, treasure and take this? shield back to their community knowing that the disrespect it's been shown like yeah I've got a bit to say later on that I'll, I'll cover off but Kempe it's it's hard to really understand how they get back from this yeah um, look I totally agree I, this is this is shot a, a, across the bow of the New Zealand rugby but every professional sport uh, currently that are, that is playing mm. sport and the way that they handle themselves um, pre and post game. I think I think what we've seen with the Ranfilly Shield, we'll never see ever again. I think from now protocol will come out where the shield will be locked up. It'll mm. probably be put in a case. Yep. Um, and it'll probably be carried from the field back into uh, by the CEO to the organisation. And you've actually robbed, and the Hawks Bay players need to know this. You've actually robbed uh, history. Uh, from the future generations mm. that get a chance. Generally, I was talking about my hometown in Taranaki where they would jump on the back of a, a ute because it's a farming community and go through our hometown with that Ranfilly shield on it uh, so all the kids can see it um, and hold it aloft, the players hold it aloft and get your hands on it. And I, look, I would throw the book at them. I think what's come out is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. I can, I can hear mm. the New Zealand rugby... Um, Doing cartwheels down the of of pain 
the uh, ever on glass at the moment down the down the corridor that we they live in, and they need to, they need to be held accountable. Like that stuff that came out. You got to remember they play a quarter final this weekend. Mm. Yeah, they, play, they do. Hawks Bay play a quarter final this weekend, and you would think that there was not a game of rugby happening just around the corner. So, um, yeah, I'd, look, I I would absolutely. Uh, if I was a CEO, I would be livid um, with the way that it's handled, and I'm pretty sure we haven't heard the end of it yet. I'm, I think that this is a historical occasion that's going to change the way the Renfrew Shield is handled in the future. Yeah, I know, Kempe, you did right because Paul has come through. Morning team, a few years ago when Taranaki held the Shield, I was lucky enough to look after it for a couple of days on behalf of our junior club. We live out in the country and it was the only time we locked the house when the Shield was at home. That is from Paul and Howard. I 100% agree, Kempe. I think the landscape for the Ranfilly Shield is going to change. They're originally going to lock it up in a box anyway, um, but people taking it home, you know, the relaxed nature of, of being able to have access to the Shield will probably be damaged forever and it's sad and I'm sad that it happened to Hawks Bay but you did right players need to be held account accountable and people that are in their circle need to need to just sort it out anyway I'm gonna I'm losing the plot here I'll shoot off we'll come back okay because I'm double eight double three as yeah. well keep sending in your texts what does the shield mean to you mm. I'm really interested to know we know what it means to Paul down there in Harwater I've seen on Twitter numerous uh, posts throughout all of yesterday with people posting their photos with the shield how much it meant to them mm. it's something that we need to cherish again in rugby and it's something that needs to be taken serious so double eight double three the temper bed post sex machine keep sending those texts through what does the shield mean to you you're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day.